Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are on a new step tonight, step six, which is present moment, and it's introduction night, so that means anything goes. And I'm excited to have with me tonight as my co-host, Carolyn McGuire. How are you doing tonight, Carolyn? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing good. I'm excited to have you here co-hosting with me. Terry is off being busy as she is, and so um, we're having two guests on the show tonight, which is super exciting. Woohoo! Yep, yep. <laughs> so, um, as I said, we're going to be talking present moment, and so we're going to find out what does that mean to each of us, because as we know, or if you've been listening in for a while, the definition of these steps or these words or these concepts is different for everyone, and so it's good to ask yourself, what does this mean to me? And we're going to be talking tools and anything else that comes up, but I'd also like to introduce you tonight to our guest coach, Lauren. Now, tell me, how I always say your name wrong. Michelle? You got it. Oh, I did it right. <laughs> How are you Hi. doing tonight, Lauren? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. So, Lauren, you don't know Carolyn. So, Carolyn, this is Lauren. Lauren, this is Carolyn. <laughs> hey. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you, mm-hmm. too. So, Carolyn, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to our audience? I know you've been on the show before, but it's been a little bit of a while. So, um, for our audience and for Lauren, how about you just help us get to know you a little better? All right. Um, I've been a Fearless Living coach since 2011. Um, Well, currently and kind of at the same time, I'm a, a registered nurse. Uh, I work with cancer patients here in the Greenwich area. Um, I like to navigate them through their cancer journey. And I tie in coaching and Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. Um, what else do I do? <laughs> um, and I'm starting, I'm starting my own business, kind of tying all that in together to navigate patients through cancer because it's a pretty pretty scary journey and um, not, a, not a lot of guidance out there for these patients and families. So. Yeah, it's amazing what you do. I think that to have to have you help them in that scary, you know, most vulnerable time, um, I think is just amazing that you provide that. And not only do you have the the knowledge um, as a nurse, but you also have your expertise as a coach. So I just think that um, it's awesome. Yeah. And so needed. And I love it. I love every minute of it. I've, you know, people will ask me, they're like, how could you do that? How could you work with cancer patients? I just like calling. So I just, you know, it's a, yeah. very rewarding. Yeah, well, I mean, they, 
you get them to a place where they feel safe. And I think that that has to be a, a huge gift that you can give them and so, so fulfilling for you. Oh, it's crazy fulfilling. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lauren, I know you've been on the show um, recently, but in case our listeners are new tonight, how about you share with us what it is that you do so we can get to know you a little better as well? Yes, I would love to. Um, So I'm a certified holistic nutrition consultant and corporate career coach and mentor, and I um, basically coach um, inside out. Um, so not just in business, but um, kind of rooting that into your personal foundation, your health and well-being. Yes. Yes, yes. So yes. Uh, you and Carolyn just probably work very well together, maybe some collaborations <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I've recently become fascinated with the nutritional aspect of cancer, so I would like to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny when I was um when I was studying nutrition, that was something that fascinated me as well. We went into a whole therapeutics and and cancer was a huge piece of that. It's and it's so yeah. underrated like you know the 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 role of insulin and and all of our hormones and and cancer and well-being like it's, it's so uh I could go on. <laughs> yeah. I understand. <laughs> But I think that that does go into our point, you know, that when you're when you're expressing what you're passionate about, when you're, um, you know, actively participating in your purpose, and um, you know, you're doing those things that you really feel driven um, and motivated and um, inspired to do you are living in the present moment. And I think that that is um, a good indication for you to know, like this is what it feels like, this is what it looks like when I'm in the present moment, and now how does it feel and what does it look like when I'm not? Um, And so that you can become really aware of of when when you're living in the present and when you're either in the past or the future. But I think it's I think it's kind of interesting too. Like other people can tell that you're not in the present moment. Like my nephews and niece will like call me out when I'm like not with them. They're like, Kiki, come here. You're not paying attention to us. Yeah, yeah. I so think they, they kids are amazing at um, living in the present moment. <laughs> totally. And and so they definitely. Um, my kids definitely helped me to to stay in that present moment and, um, you know, uh, maybe multitask a little less um, because I like to I like to do several things at once and then I'm not really present to any of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I'm watching a movie and I'm folding clothes and I'm texting people and I'm helping with homework like all at the same time <laughs> and so. <laughs> Um, it's, I mean, it's a trait that I've learned how to do, you know, because I have so many kids, but am I, am I really being present, um, with what I'm doing? And so, Mm. um, it's, 
it's definitely something that I've been practicing more um, this year with because my focus is on um, being more in alignment with uh, my priorities and my values and having my actions and my words match what those are. And so is it, you know, I value my time with my children. So if I'm trying to do all of these things at once, is the time I'm spending with them really what I want to be giving them? And so, mm. um, you know, being present with them is definitely something that I I want to give them so that they know and they sense and they feel that they are important for me to do that with. Because mm-hmm. um, they see mm-hmm. me and they see me cleaning, they see me, you know, transporting everyone around and maintaining the household and maintaining all the schedules. And so they see all these things that I that I do, right? But when they can see me actually taking the time to spend time with them, I think that that can be um, really powerful for them. So that's something that I'm definitely practicing um, to do more, to do more often. Because um, it's not always easy to stop, right? Mm-mm. No way. No, it's not. Mm-mm. So um, what, is, what is being present to you, Carolyn? What does that look like? <clears throat> um, getting off my phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of um, just like using my senses, like noticing things around me. Not mm-hmm. like not being in the future or the past. Mm-hmm. So I, so I mean, I could totally. I could be a thousand percent present when I'm with my the kids. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. Well, it's yeah. almost like they demand it. They demand it of me, so it makes it so much easier. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's easy for me, but they definitely do demand it. <laughs> well, you're, well, you're the you're a mom, so like you have different responsibilities. I'm just there to play. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But still, I think <laughs> I think sometimes as adults we kind of get lost in all of our responsibilities, um, mm-hmm. regardless of their, you know your your responsibilities as an aunt or your responsibilities as a mom. You still have responsibilities. Um, as a person, um, and we can get lost, and we can get lost in those, and um, you know. And I think that that's why it's important, you know, like we were talking previously in the month about connection. And I think that uh, connection is step three. And I think you know that's why it's so important to have those um, moments where you connect with yourself and really get. Um, you know, get that awareness, right, of what's going on with you, where you're spending your time, um, how often are you being present, what are your priorities or what are priorities that you're taking on that are really other people's priorities and not yours, right, and really getting clear on all of those things so that you can be present to those things that are important to you and, um, you know, kind of – I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but kind of um, making space for those things in in your in your heart and in your mind, and so um, 
so, you know, clearing out the others to to mm-hmm. make space for that. Does that make sense? So, Lauren, how about for you? What is what is being present for you? How do you how do you stay present or um or even support your clients with staying present? So one thing that I do is I I'm a very intentional and active listener. So mm-hmm. if I'm sitting and talking to someone face to face, I am completely focusing on them, on their verbal and nonverbal and just uh, to tie back to what you just said previously, staying connected with them. Mm-hmm. If I'm on the telephone, I make it a point, I, I try anyway to make it a point to not multitask and to truly listen to what the other person is saying because I I have a tendency, Kelly, to be like you, where I'm on mm-hmm. the telephone, I'm folding laundry, mm-hmm. I'm cooking something, I'm cleaning something, I'm you know just doing a million things at one time. And it completely distracts my focus from the words that the person is saying to me. So I need to, just if I'm talking to a friend or a family member, I try to just sit still and listen to what Mm -hmm. they're saying and focus and be very intentional with my conversation. Um, And that's how I try and stay very present with them. Um, Otherwise, I find myself, you know, I'm, I'm on the phone with them, could be, you know, my sister or whomever, um, but I'm not hearing them to their full capacity of uh-huh. what they're trying to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate with that for sure. Yeah, I can't, I can't have the TV on and, and pay attention to the, the whole conversation. Um, yeah. Because I'm trying to listen to both at the same time and my brain can't actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. of course not. <laughs> no. no. I have to, I have to, um, I have to like pause or walk out of the room or, you know, I, I try, but I can't, I can't do it. Like there'll be so many times I'm like talking to my husband and he'll, I'm like, even if he's in the room and he sees me watching the TV, which I don't know why he tries to talk to me when I'm doing that, but um, he'll like be telling me something and then I'll realize that I haven't heard like the last five minutes of what he said and I'm like okay I'm sorry I wasn't listening at all I turn off the TV and I'm like okay what are you trying to tell me <laughs> <laughs> that is the one thing I can't multitask mm-hmm. um, but yeah I, I love show. it you Exactly. I love um I love that you said um intentional listening and um because I think that a huge um tool that you can use is intentions and setting intentions of how you want to show up, um, who you wanna be when you show up and what you wanna be practicing when you show up. I think that intentions, at least the way that we do them in Fearless Living, um, is really um, is a really powerful way to practice being present. Um, the way that we the way that we write them is today I'm willing to practice and then we say whatever it is that we're willing to practice and we you know, to to remind ourselves we might put them up on a on the fridge or on the mirror in our bathroom, you know, or, um, 
on the visor in our car, wherever we are, um, to remind ourselves constantly of these of these things that we're practicing. And it may be as simple as today I'm willing to practice being present in in uh, every co- conversation I encounter. Um, or it might be today I'm willing to practice um, having compassion for myself when I uh, find myself worrying about uh, the future or beating myself up about the past or whatever it is that's challenging you. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily say it like that because we like to state uh, intentions in the positive and with empowering language. But um, if that's the thing that you're being challenged with, having some intention um, focused around that, can be um, can be really helpful. That's great. Yeah, I like yeah. The, I like what you said about stopping. It just reminded me of me a little bit. Stopping and turning off the TV, and mm-hmm. actively listening to what the other person is saying. I I do the same thing. I have to actually stop my actions and force myself to just be still. And be present and listen, (laughs) focus. And even if it's not being present for someone else, even if it's just being present for myself, um, giving myself a minute, I still need to just stop, just stop what I'm doing um, and just be there for myself and, uh, you know, just give myself a moment to to recenter whatever it may be that I need to be present for. Yeah, I agree. Is uh, Carolyn, is there a tool that you find supports you with being present? Um, I'm trying to think of a specific tool. I know, I know, um, just when I like, I stop and I take a breath, taking a breath, mm-hmm. and just kind of closing my eyes or just kind of not paying attention to all the things that are around me. Well, it's funny because yeah. I have, a, I have, a, um, I have a, new, a new office at work, and uh, it's the difference in the silence. I think silence help, helps me be, be more present. I love that. That's a great awareness. But I think and it's, like, it's like how do, you, how do you become more present when there is so much noise around us? Like do you have to escape mm-hmm. with, like, headphones or I don't know? Yeah, well, I think that, that is a uh-huh. Go that's, ahead, that's funny that the actual noise, Carolyn, is, is funny. Like when you think about it, you know, we're talking about being present and we're associating presence with quiet. Yeah. And turning off the noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like because um, my house can get a little chaotic and um, <laughs> no, both of my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, both of my older kids um, will will wear the headphones, um, like when they're doing um, homework or um, you know putting away the dishes or um, you know whatever it is. Um, and they say that it it calms them. Um, I mean, they're listening to music. It's not silent, but it's it's kind of putting them in their own little 
their own little place instead of hearing the comings and goings of everyone else in the house. So um, my husband even does too. He has um, canceling uh, headphones and he'll put those on when uh, he works from home or uh, sometimes when he's cooking dinner, um, you know, just so that there's less stimulation, I guess is, is the word, you know, and you can, you can focus on what it is that you're doing and um, not what the other seven people in the house are. But I think that that is, um, that is more common of wanting of, in our society today of wanting to um, reduce the stimulation, if that's the right way of saying that word. Like we're just bombarded with um, so much information and so much visual, um, stim- I keep saying that word, stimulation. <laughs> um, I want to go <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so much visual uh, stuff going on, you know. Um, and so just to just to sit in silence, I think, would be a huge, is a huge thing. I know for me, when I get up in the morning before anyone else, it's like my favorite time of day or like when everybody's gone to sleep and I haven't yet because that's the only time the house is quiet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's like when you can actually think, you know, because there's not, there's not so much else going on distracting you. Well, think about it. If you're looking at your phone and you get all these pop-ups and alerts and this is happening and that one's doing this and it's, Mm -hmm. it's really overwhelming. And it helps me um, just to put the phone down. And even when I come home, um, at the end of the day, I, I don't turn on a TV or, or anything like that right away. I kind of just kind of let it be quiet for a little bit. So if I'm making dinner, it's, it's probably quiet. And it, it's giving me an opportunity to kind of process my thoughts out without any other mm-hmm. distraction. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And Carolyn said that too, putting your phone down. And um, I think I'm getting a little bit better at that um, because I, um, I've been forgetting my phone places. So that means that it's not constantly in my hands. Mm-hmm. So, right, like I've been misplacing it. Like where is my phone? I don't know where my phone is. Because normally it would be in my hand or it would be in my pocket or it would be, you know, like mm-hmm. on me, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, it hasn't been, so I forget where I put it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that that can definitely support you if that's something that, mm-hmm. you know, is is something you do. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. When I can't I put my phone down, <laughs> I was going to say, when I can't yeah. put my phone down, I get, I get like, I go down rabbit holes of videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um but when I do meditation ones, it's that's when I can be the most present. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So knowing if you know that you are um, a social media, uh, you know, junkie, I can't think of a better word, but um, <laughs> you know that you can't yeah, get guilty. lost, right? <laughs> you can get lost on your phone, then having places to go that support you 
Um, right? Like going, if you're going to go on YouTube, going on YouTube to watch uh, meditation videos or TED Talks or, you know, something that, you know, inspires you um, instead of mm-hmm. what my kids watch, which is watching other people play video games. <laughs> you know, um, I think a, a term that I've been um, practicing for myself and, and sharing with my um, whoever listens um, is that um, how much more, uh, you know, how much more joyful would our lives be if at the end of the day or any time during the day we decided to plug in instead of unplug. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely tell when I'm unplugging. Like I'm just sitting in front of the TV watching a Hallmark movie that I probably already watched three times. And mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just laying there and I don't want to have to think, right? Like because Hallmark movies all yeah. have the same plot. And <laughs> so I can just, I can just lay there and I know that, you know, I kind of know what's going to happen next and I don't have to think, right? But if I'm oh, plugging in, then it takes, it takes energy, but it's also giving me energy, right? Like, yeah. Unplugging, yeah. I, just, I eventually fall asleep on the couch. Like it's not giving me anything. Um, right. But if I, if I go, you know, work on a website that I'm designing or if I um, do a Facebook Live or if I do, um, you know, I work on something else coaching related, like I'm energized, right? Because yeah. it's, it's feeding me. It's filling my cup. And if we were yeah. if we were more willing to plug in instead of unplug, how different would our lives be? How more satisfying would our lives be? How much less would we complain about, you know, our day to day? That's how true. How much true. more present? How much more pleasant would we be on a daily basis? Right? Because I'm not sure. I feel like we have it. Um, plug. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. We have it the opposite right now, don't we? Where we're trying to spend our time unplugging and like. Tuning out from all the social media, you know, hyper connectivity and all of that stuff. It would be great if it was in the reverse. Yeah, I think you know every every modern. Um, I can't think of the word now, but um, you know, new invention or or whatnot that's come along. Like, there's positive and negatives to all of them, and so if you're being challenged by Facebook you know, take the power back and use Facebook to your advantage. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. like make genuine connections, you know, get your message out to more people. I mean, I can do a Facebook live and it could get seen by, you know, a hundred people, right? That's way mm-hmm. more influence I could have if I, you know, talked to one person, right? So there's right. Like, there's amazing things that come across through social media. So it's, it's finding those ways that we can use these tools to, um, to further our purpose, to ignite our passion, um, to, you know, help us fulfill our needs, all these different things that um, are possible um, when, we, when we use the tools, uh, you know, for our good 
Mm-hmm. Yep, agree. Well, it's like you so came full circle almost, with the whole mm-hmm. with the whole present moment and like living your passion and doing like being in what you love to do. Like mm-hmm. how much more alive would be. Right. So we're almost out of town, uh, time, ladies. Um, but I would like to give <laughs> would like to give each of you um, just a a few seconds. I'm sorry, I should have stopped us sooner. Um, but um, a little a little time to say what is the the number one thing um, that you would want someone to walk away from this this call about being present. All right. I think uh, take a minute for yourself, however you need to. That's that's my takeaway. Say it one more time, Lauren. Sorry. Take a minute for yourself, however you need to, whether it's, you know, in the quiet or um, unplugging, whatever you need to do, just take a minute for you to be present. Thank you. I love that. Carolyn? Mm-hmm. Um, I Ah, I don't know. Um, I had a couple of different thoughts go through my head, but I think um, for me, um, when I'm present, it's when I'm my most authentic self. So I think learning how to be, try to be more authentic and it'll help you be more present. Yeah. And for me, it's intentional, being intentional, um, really being mindful of what it is that you're doing and why it is that you're doing it and um, what is the true energy and emotion and thought that you want to give it. So I thank you so much, ladies, Carolyn, for being my co-host and Lauren for being our guest coach. I'm so grateful to both of you um, for being on the show tonight. Um, love to have both of you back. And um sure. And if you, uh, listeners, if you'd like to know more about either one of these beautiful ladies, please um, look them up on Facebook. And um, you can find find them, of course, on our uh, Fearless Generation page. Um, and uh, we want to we want to say that of all of the information about the Twelve Steps to Freedom is from. Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of Fearless Living, and you can find out more about that at fearlessliving.org. And we um, thank you for coming back each week, and until next week, be fearless, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.